The Snooze Slumberland Sale is on now. It's amazing what a little snooze can do. As long as Stab Abby and Osha don't sleep in and miss the podcast. Hit 105. Right, so I'm a parent. Oh, yeah. No, I am. I know that. <laughs> Why does that surprise you? Uh, it's like a new revelation to you. But, no, but one of the things that is surprising, and I don't know if you guys feel this the same way, obviously, Osha, you're a, you're a newly uh, parental. Um, yeah. You um, step, stepped out to a, a lovely 12-year-old. Abby, you've got two kids. And what I find amazing is the stuff that I was into as a kid and the stuff that I watched as a kid is still around today. So you end up watching stuff that you watched as a kid with your with your children, which is amazing. Like my Sick daughter at the moment life. is full into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and I can't even begin to explain to you how much of a fan of the Ninja Turtles I was in high school. Once, actually, I went to go buy a Raphael doll and they were all sold out and I burst into tears. Mm. He was like, what, 15? <laughs> Are you not? Seven, <laughs> Seventeen. Uh, <laughs> but she's Great into it. She loves it. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard, hard upbringing, but I'm loving it now. She's into it now, and uh, she loves Leo. And it's so weird, too, because back in my day, Leo was not the cool one. Stab hates this, because I was into Ninja Turtles a little bit before you, you yeah. because yeah. my son's Sounds older. And old. I never watched him when I was younger. Yeah. So now I'm into it, and I was like, oh, God, Leonardo's the popular one. And Stab's like, no, no. he's definitely not. He's, he's not. not. And I tell you, all the kids like him. They love Leo, and they love Don- Donatello, which back in the day, they were the two least favourites. But she does love Leo. So obviously then, her favourite play is swords. Mm-hmm. So um, we would play swords in, in the garden. And what we did have, we you know those bamboo things that you, you get, those sticks of bamboo that you put like vines, plants against to, to, to grow. Oh, so yeah. They, yeah. 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 Like so, a bean pole. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we bought some of those for the garden and then she took two of those and we used them as swords. Mm-hmm. But the thing about that was, if she got you with the bamboo, it was like being caned. Like it... it she had some stank on there, and it'd be like, ah, God, and there'd be a welt. It's the worst, though, because you go to go, oh, I'm going to, oh, no. You can't I'm get it back. Gonna... <laughs> you can't get it back, right? And so you've got to be very careful not to hit her while she's just fucking away. Ah, fuck, 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 right? And it just I, I'd come in just covered, covered in welts. And I went, I got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I know you love to play swords. So we went to one of those clearance places, the yeah. clearance stores, and for $2 each, I got some foam swords. You saw the photo yesterday. Yeah. She was um, in full ninja pose with her two foam swords. And that was just so much better because now we can play fight and I don't get hit with the bamboo, right? That's nice. Yeah. And I said to her, look, here we go. Now we don't have to use the bamboo. Now we can use swords. We can play whenever you want because we're not using the bamboo. Innocent enough, right? You would think there's nothing that could go wrong with that, okay? I get a text yesterday because she's in daycare. Yeah. From the daycare woman. Yeah. Saying, why Why did your daughter say to me, now we've got swords, so Daddy doesn't have to use the bamboo on me. Oh, no. <laughs> and I said, it was her using the bamboo on me. Like, sure it was, babe. Sure it was. So i got a meeting at 4 o'clock today. I've got to wear a tie. I've got to wear a suit. <laughs> Take the swords. Stabbing Abbey now with Osha on Hit 105. Now, I'm the only person here in our team that doesn't have Netflix, and God, I get paid out about it. And I was like, not every single person has Netflix. What do you do? Free to air and chill? (laughs) (laughs) No, we just actually do the chill part without having to... Anyway. Uh, But 131060, I want to know, is anyone with me? Apparently, we are stuck in the 90s. You said the only people that will call will be sixty over 65 or from Adelaide. So they're insulting you already, Jasmine, in Red Bank Plains. Good morning. Hi. Hey, Jasmine. Oh, wow. Doesn't she sound young and sprightly? She does. Are you stuck yeah. in doing aerobic Oz style all morning? That's why. <laughs> Are you stuck in the nineties? Like that's actually a possibility. I, I'm 
not yet 21, and yeah, I've still got my video player, I've still got my cassette player, and I've still got a portable cassette player that oh, yes! I take with wait, me. Wait, that's like so retro. Wait, now. you were four, like when the 90s finished. How are you? How do you have products from the 90s? It doesn't make any yeah, sense. No, my my parents don't leave the 60s. I'm lucky to leave the 90s. <laughs> do you have Netflix? I do, but I I use both. Yeah. Okay. What do you watch on your VHS, Jasmine? Well, the first videos I ever owned were the Blues Brothers and the Harry Potter series. Jasmine, I love you. Yeah. Wow. So, and then Harry Potter one broke the other day. It's first time, whereas DVDs break all the time for me. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it is a very durable product. It's, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, very. Yeah. I, um, wow. I don't know why you're paying them out so much. You used to love working at Blockbuster, and didn't you always go like, make sure you rewind it? Yeah, we. I worked. I started at, at Blockbuster just as we we used to have a copy of the VHS and a copy of the DVD, and then they slowly phased yeah. them out. I love the I love the technology. Don't get me wrong, and I would love I would love to come over to your house and bring tapes that I've got to watch. That will be exciting, but I'm not going to invite you, <laughs> Danny from Baronia Heights. Morning, morning. How are you? Good. Are you stuck in the '90s with me? I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? What sort of technology you got? It's more like what I don't have. Uh, I do not have a computer in my house wow. or an iPad or a tablet or any form. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And I don't have any Wi-Fi wow. or any form of internet. And my mobile phone's three years old. Oh, I love Are it. Are you calling us on a landline? <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. And, Danny, is this a lifestyle choice or you just... You don't have this yes. stuff? Yeah. Wow. No, Ooh. lifestyle choice. Yep. Yeah. You know what? And you're probably so much happier. Without all that. So there you go. My well done. kids play in the yard rather than on PlayStations and stuff. Oh, How old school wow. you. Wow, Danny, what I love it. What is this yard you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> Danny, good for you. That's awesome. Can you imagine, can you imagine your neighbours like, Hey, kids, get off my lawn. What? what? I didn't. Why am I saying that? <laughs> get on your lawn. Go, go, play, play. Ethan in Kalenga, are you stuck in the 90s? I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We didn't realise we were. But what sort of things do you own? I still have a Betamax tape player. Betamax. What now. is that? Oh, Betamax. Very interesting story behind Betamax. Ethan, you might know this as well, but VHS and Betamax, when they came out, they were the two competitors. Yeah. And through just advertising and, and better campaigns, VHS became the more popular choice, but Beta's actually a better quality product. They still use Beta in, in most TV stations, actually. So. Oh. Yeah. But, Ethan... What do you watch on... Do you have three tapes on it, Ethan? <laughs> yeah, because back in the day, it was hard enough to find a Betamax. How do you, what, do you, what do you have on there to watch? Um, I did have the original Day the Earth Stood Still. Um, I have a, about a box full that my dad saved for me. Wow. I haven't gone through them yet. Well, Klaatu oh. Verato Nikto, do you? Movie I, night. How it's exciting. It's amazing. Yeah. I, see, don't get me wrong. Thanks, Ethan. Ethan, thank you. I, I love a good, I love a good tape. Do you know what I thought we would get more calls on? The laser disc. Do you remember the laser disc? No. Not very big in Brisbane, I don't think, unless you're Do in you a karaoke laser? bar. No. Laserdisc was a it was a CD the size of a record. Oh. Oh, you were going to go the other. I was going to go the small ones. Yeah, oh, well, no. Yeah, they were little little small ones. But I, here's the thing, though. Abby, yeah. It's yes. Going to, it's not going to be bad for you if Netflix comes to your house. It's going to be all right. I just don't want to be included in all your conversations about the TV shows. So no, I'm fine. Thank you. You can just put, you can just put Nickelodeon cartoon stuff on all day, you and can. the kids will just sit there, square-eyed at the telly, and you can go about your business. It'll be brilliant. You can chill while they Netflix. Abby, not sure what I find that's Stephen Abby now with Osher on Hit 105.
I'm a bit worried, uh, team. As as Stav just mentioned, I'm a I'm a new dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years parenting experience with a 12 year old girl, uh, and I think I'm becoming that dad, Abby. I'm a little I'm a little worried because I've started to spoil the little girl. Oh, you're allowed to do that. Well, what are you, what are you I'm trying to you're connect to with spoil them at times. I'm trying to connect with her, Abby, because you know I'm getting. She's she's nearly thirteen. Mm. So I'm getting monos- we're, yeah, we're getting monosyllabic conversations at best, and that's yeah. fine. You know, so how was your day? Good. Mm-hmm. What you doing? Nothing. And that's fine because you know I'm old. I've got nothing that she's interested in at all. As, you know, she doesn't like the Bachelor. You can't sort of no, try and tell her spoilers. She really couldn't care about anything I have to tell her, and that's totally fine because yeah. that's the way it should be. Um, but we were very, very lucky. We went to go and see um, Cirque du Soleil last night. Oh, it's coming to Brisbane lovely. in November. Yeah. Is it good? And I'll tell you more about it later, but it was okay. bonkers, right? Yeah. Um, and there was an interval, and I said to Audrey, oh, do you want me to get you a beer? She goes, yeah, that'll be great. I said, Gigi, do you want a water? She says, yeah. She says, oh, and some M&Ms. And Audrey's like, no, no M&Ms. It's after 9 o'clock. No M&Ms for you. School tomorrow. No chocolate. And Gigi gave me that wink. Oh, no. <laughs> Off I went to the bar. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, can I have two waters? Can I have a beer? She goes, oh, you know, and, you know, because you're at the... So yeah. like, oh, that's $36 a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and some M&M's. Oh. Got the M&M's in the back pocket. No. All right. Back to the seats. Try to sneak them in. And I, you've probably figured this out about me, Abby. I'm a terrible liar. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible liar. Except when it comes to revealing Bachelor yeah, finale. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have a, a and Audrey's yeah. like, What's that look on your face? What, what's that look on your face? In, I'm, and, and I've got my back to Gigi and my face to Audrey. And in my back pocket, I'm trying to wrinkle, wrinkle, wrinkle. I'm trying to pull a pack of Gosh. M&Ms out and sneak them to Gigi. No. And Audrey's like, what? I told you no M&Ms. She didn't even see the packet. <laughs> I told you no M&Ms. And Gigi's like, thanks. And so, see, now I'm, now I'm really worried. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm really worried because you know, I might just set up a pattern of behavior between me and this little girl mm-hmm. that might continue all the way until she brings some glo- bloke called Brenton home who then begins <laughs> to tell me how great his pig rig is and introduce me to his dogs yeah. and his knives. Yeah, yeah you're in trouble. <laughs> And you've made a you've made a mistake there too, Osh. Uh, What's if, that? if you wanted to get in her good books and be the cool dad for the rest of the the relationship, you shouldn't have got her M and M's. You should have got her a beer. Stabbing Abby now with Osha on Hit One Hundred Five. My last memory was screaming my son's name in his face as he beat me, and I don't remember running out of the house. I don't remember anything past that point, but. He was everything that I wanted up until that night. I, I don't know what happened. I still don't know and I never probably will. And thanks to Rochelle for sharing the story with us because she wants to help other people mm-hmm. uh, now. And her friend Susie sent me a message as well saying that they've just been overwhelmed by the amount of text messages and people on Facebook saying thank you so much for sharing her story. So they've been really overwhelmed. So thank you to everyone. But I, um, I found it really hard hearing his sentencing mm. and finding out that I think he got five years. He has been in jail for um, since last year and he's eligible for parole next year. And I was just like, what? Yeah. How but- How is that enough for what he did? And is that what domestic violence victims have to deal with, really low sentencing? And is like, what does that say if... If you are a victim, if you are currently a victim mm. and, you know, you're thinking of getting cops involved, you think, well, they're only going to be out in another year. Yeah. yeah. This is just, or, you know, if, the, if you, it, mean, you know, it makes you feel like you don't matter. You yeah. Know, you feel like 
what's happening to you isn't significant. And Abby just mentioned off air, you know, what would have happened if this had happened outside a pub and this person was a stranger in the street? If you'd got charged for attempted murder with someone that you got in a fight with at a pub... Yeah, you'd get more. Would you get more, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we want to hear your thoughts on it. 131060, we've got RJ from Upper Kedron. RJ, what are, what are your thoughts on the issue? Morning, guys. Hey. Morning. Morning. I tend to agree with Abby in terms of um, not enough support for the perpetrators as well. I think we do a lot to support the victims, and I believe that's important. But I also believe we've got a social responsibility. Mm. Um, If we've got children who are displaying aggressive behaviours, we need to be addressing these. If we've got mates who are being aggressive towards their partners, we need to be calling them on it. Mm. Um, And look, I I believe we should be adopting an approach um, very similar to New Zealand in terms of the zero... um, Tolerance policy. Mm. Yeah. Can you you just bring everyone up to speed with what happens in New Zealand? Um, My understanding is they have a zero tolerance policy. So if um, you uh, commit domestic violence against your partner, you go to jail straight away. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, you know, and, and you're right, Abby, if I was ever in that situation and past experience shows that you know, perpetrators don't um, get very minimal sentencing, mm. I'd probably be hesitant to do anything about it as well. And you've yeah. got to understand the cycle that these victims are in. Yeah, mm. yeah. I used to always think, you know, yeah, I used to always think, like, why don't these girls leave? And then I realised how ignorant that comment was when, oh, you yeah. know, when I was younger because you're like, it is so complicated mm. and, and I just want to sort of break the cycle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of, of the perpetrator, yeah. yeah. Well, because so, if you look at it, the with Rochelle especially, like, that doesn't solve her problem. In a year, she's got to worry about him again. Being, well, if he, get, if he gets parole, yeah. I mean, we're, we're assuming that he is going to get out in a year. But it, that's only that's a really short term solution to to the problem, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, she's still got fear. She still has to live. With and fear. it is one year enough for rehabilitation. No, yeah, for, some, right. for someone that did this, who still actually, as far as we are aware, is is not taking any responsibility for it. Can you be rehabilitated? I think yeah, absolutely. I think you can. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Can. Everyone can change. Yeah, Abby, everyone can. They got to want Unless to. there's some sort of very. And I don't think this is the case, but unless mm. there's like a very serious mental illness involved, mm. um, where like there's things like psychosis and stuff, like mm. that's what I'm saying. Like if, if absolutely, possible. yeah. Mm. I mean, you know, there has been reports that you know maybe alcohol is inv- involved with it. Like, can you do compulsory? Like, is that ever an excuse though? No, yeah. it's not. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, are measures in place to say that you know they need um, you know testing that they can't ever drink again? You mm. know. Oh, I would I would say you know things like mandatory twelve step programs and yeah. you know you know, anger management programs and things like that would definitely be a part of this yeah. um, as as a solution. Sarah's on the on the phone in, in Turnbull. Thanks for calling, Sarah. What are your thoughts here? Hi, um, a couple of things. I've been on the receiving end, um, oh. unfortunately, mm. and um, Sorry to hear that. oh, it's made me a stronger person. So that's a good thing. Um, but in the, you know at, at the beginning. You kind of see the behaviour and you question some of the things, but you don't want to believe that this person is capable mm. yeah. of anything um, that serious. I ended up having, <clears throat> excuse me, having to run into state um, away from this person. Mm. Um, but, you know, when I went to the police, they sat there and paged down eight times which made me realise that this person actually has quite a serious history and even the um, police officer kind of was a little bit shocked. Mm. And, you know, my issue with it is that I'm not able to get access to that information. Mm. Uh, You know, I'm letting this person into my home. And 
you know, this is a high-profile case that's on the news, so people are going to know about the history yeah. with this person. They still don't know the history with my ex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's true, and and you know, and the next previous, girl. Yeah. When you made your comment about the next girl, um, she doesn't know. Yeah, and he will sweet talk her around into it. I know that the girlfriend after him, after me, mm. um, I did try and explain to her, you know, and she was certainly involved with him when I was in the court getting the domestic violence order, mm. and she did not believe it. To this day, she texts me, how could I say such terrible oh, yeah, things right. against him? Right. And right. yet she took a domestic violence order out on him last year, and I still have one on him. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, God. Sarah, do you just... think, like, as a step oh. forward, mm. that their, their history needs to be known? I think it needs to be available. I think that yeah. I should have a right. I've got two daughters. Mm. I should yeah. have an absolute right to know somebody's history mm. before yeah. I let them in my house. Yeah, because you know, it seems like we save their privacy rather than, yeah. you know, I yeah. guess... Yeah, but then I think that's, that, that is true. But then you want to take it a step back where you have people that, that there's no possibility of them having a history because you're stopping because it before it happens. It, yeah. If you've got a guy who's got eight pages of, of this sort of behaviour, you want to... Why have they not been forced to have treatment? Have something yeah. Yeah, happen where you don't get to that stage, but... It's it's a tricky one, and as always, yeah, any time. Sorry, Sarah, you had to go through that. Yeah, and you make some oh. very good points there. Yeah, and I do say um, for anyone that is going through it, and if you're listening to this and you think that you need help mm. um, as well with from both sides, yeah, from both sides, then please, uh, the number for help is one eight hundred respect. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred Five. I love weddings, and this is why I love the TV show Married at First Sight, because it's awkward and it's great TV. It is back tonight, 8.30 on Channel 9, and one of the stars of it, Andy, joins us now. Morning. Good morning. Are you uh, feeling well? We I believe you had a little bit of a party last night. Um, I met with uh, Fireman Mark and some of my mates, and we sort of drunk our way through it last night. Right. It was pretty good, but you've got deep voice Andy this morning. I love it. Oh, uh, I love just it. before we go any further, we have talked to um, a few of the people from Married at First Sight over the course of the series. I believe this could be a first. Abby, do you know Andy at all from previously? Or no, I don't. I seem don't? to know everyone on the show. Yeah. For some reason, you all don't my know friends Andy. are going on. I don't know there Andy. So Andy, I am a marriage celebrant, and I said that I like married at um, first sight, and I got criticised so much for it, saying, how dare you like the show when you support, you know, I support same-sex marriage, so why would you like the show? Um, and you guys are the first same-sex couple to go on it, and I would have thought people would be happy um, from the gay and lesbian community, but you guys got crit- um, criticised for going on it. You can never win, mate. You can never win. You know, uh, the first two series, there were there were no same sex couples, and we got criticised. They got criticised. The third series, there is, and this criticism. You, I don't think you can win. Yeah. What you got to remember, though, is I, you know, I didn't sign up um, to be a part of the marriage equality debate. Yeah. I signed up to find a fella yeah. through my heart. Seriously, yeah. that's what I did, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't care about all of the, um, the the negativity around it. I just wanted to meet a fella. Yeah. And I did, so there we go. And I believe you guys met before the show. Um, I, I think so, yeah. I mean, only in passing. Um, I, Craig and I met, um, so he says, I can't remember, I was probably blind drunk. Okay, mate. But about um, <laughs> two or three weeks before we met at the end of the altar, at the altar, yeah, um, yeah I believe that our paths crossed. Weird, weird. Yeah. So just speak, Andy, you, uh, the two of you travelled to New Zealand to be married, where thankfully that country has uh, decided that 
you know, same-sex couples are humans too, and they are allowed to be married. I'm going there later in the year for my own brother's wedding. Him and his uh, his fiance, the boys are getting married. Is the country on fire? Has hell opened a portal? <laughs> Uh, well, I've been there, so that portal is well and truly open. I love you, Andy. Um, <laughs> I love you, Andy. <laughs> but um, no, they're really accepting. We're the only country in the developed world um, that doesn't have marriage equality. It's time for Australia to pull its socks up and sort it out. You hey, know, man hey, up, Andy, fair Andy, go. Andy, you're not here yes, to get sir. into the debate. You just want to find a fellow. Don't get into the debate now. Hey, can, I just say, <laughs> yeah. can I just say that we've got Craig in his car, yeah. Mr. Keller, yeah. um, shouting out to you guys, and also Bella, who's, a, I think, a, another radio show. Yeah. She's... Um, yeah. She, she's shouting out as well. We've just been chatting about you guys. Aww. I believe you guys are full on. Aww. Did she say good Aww. things then? <laughs> oh, always good things. I've never heard Belle say a bad thing. That's she's true. Yeah, girl. that's true. That's, that's true. lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, well, that happened for a reason. Well, we love watching you on the show and uh, we continue to hope that you have found love. We will find out. So thank you, you for joining us. You guys need to come to the New Hampton Hotel tonight in King's Cross where we're watching it again and we're going to get very drunk. Oh, my gosh. I would love to do that. that They're in Brisbane. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He has no idea who's talking to. Man. It's a 30 minute flight. Move yourself. That's true. Marion Abner is back tonight, Channel 9. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Legend. Love you. Andy. Love. Goodbye. Bye. See you, mate. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Stranger Things. The show so about strange things where strange things happen. They're things strange. that are strange. And on 131060, we want to hear your. Strange things. Things that have happened to you that are unexplainable, weird, freaky, that have happened to you. Strange things. Paul in Melendon. Where where is that? Where is that, Paul? On Gold Coast. Okay. Great. Okay, cool. What's What's uh, your strange story? Yeah. Well, I was watching The Ring, um, a horror show. Yeah. Yeah. On DVD. Mm -hmm. And um, went all fuzzy. And then the phone rang. (gasps) And then what? And did the phone ring? Yeah. That is freaky. Did you answer? <laughs> I did, but I can't remember who it was a long time ago. Uh, so yeah. It must be if your phone yeah. rang. Yeah, like <laughs> if, if your home phone rang. Wow. And, well, can I ask a question? You said it, it was a while ago. It's obviously been longer than seven days. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Okay, then you're okay. Yeah, oh, you're so okay. you made it. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that the premise being out. that if you watch this particular VHS, this is why you shouldn't have one, Abby. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, watch this particular videotape, uh, within seven days you would die. You would die. Well, we're glad I'm you're glad still with you're us, okay, Paul. Paul. Yeah, thank you for your strange thing story. Danny in Bray Park. Weird stuff happening in Bray Park, Danny? No, weird stuff happening at my work in the city. Oh, okay. Um, yes. We have a mirror in our top drawer. I work at a dentist. Um, and we just have like a mirror that we check our hair and stuff before we go and bring a patient through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we came in first thing one morning. We get there at 7.30 and uh, there was a mirror that is normally in the top drawer just smack bang in the middle of our sterilization area smashed on the ground. <gasps> no one had touched it. No one had opened the drawer that morning. It was so bizarre. Wow. Like no cleaners? No, because why would no. they leave it there? That's... There wasn't a nitrous oxide. I know. (laughs) No, but we have actually seen a ghost in there before, which sounds so strange. Yeah, in the reception area, um, there's been a guy with like a top hat and a beard and a cane. It's so strange. So I was like, oh man, this guy's angry. Okay. Yeah, and he doesn't want you guys to look good. Smashing that mirror. Danny, I'm just going to flag something with you here. Sure. the, The mirror story was great. 
But then the sidebar to that story was the fact that you'd seen an actual ghost. That probably <laughs> that one probably takes the cake over the edge. <laughs> even more so, Danny, you just described a ghost with a top hat and a cane. Oh, the ghost of Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka is visiting the dentist. And of course, he would go to the dentist because of, of all course. the lollies that the children are eating. You oh know. my god! <laughs> 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 oh. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred Five. Gosh, we love Pope Francis. He's such a cool cat, isn't he? Um, New, Pope is, New Pope is really kind of interesting. He's He's been pretty wild in the last few years. Hasn't he's he? Out and said some pretty interesting things. Got a lot of, you know, got a lot of people kind of a bit hot under the collar <laughs> when he says you shouldn't worship money and people get a bit upset and stuff like that. Yeah, the Vatican's just like, no, don't talk anymore. But uh, yeah. hey, he had a very famous uh, meeting the other day with the owner of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. And Mark doesn't join us. Um, we went straight to the Pope. Morning. Hey, it's the Pope. A long time, this is the first time call. I got to talk to you, Abby and Osha. Osha, got to say, I'm a big fan of The Bachelor. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Uh, yeah, as, as a Bachelor yourself, I'm sure you enjoy the show. Yo, you know me, uh, I think Kiki gonna win. Uh, got all my money on Kiki. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta say, uh, yeah, I met, uh, I met with the man uh, who met at the Facebook. Uh, I met him uh, yesterday uh, and I'm a little bit disappointed. Why? Well, I thought I was meeting Jesse Eisenberg. You know, the guy from the movie and yeah. he played Lex Luthor, oh, yeah, Batman yeah. v Superman. It was, it was not him. It was a Mark guy. I don't know this guy. It was a Mark. <laughs> so what did you guys talk about? Oh, we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, I tried to get him to uh, take off uh, the pork uh, on uh, the Facebook. I don't like everybody doing the pork. Uh, you shouldn't be porking oh, unless you're married. Uh, pork here, pork there. Uh, only pork the people that you're married. Uh. <laughs> Does anyone still poke? <laughs> I don't know. Huh? I only just got on Facebook, but I gotta say, I don't poke at the pauper. Only one person can poke at the pauper, and that's God. Oh no! <laughs> if anyone is still listening, <laughs> yes, Asha. Lots of people listening. I'm the pauper. <laughs> so actually, did he have I'm, any particular I'm... questions for you? Did he want to know anything? He wanted to know why I wasn't on Facebook, uh, and I said, you know what, uh, since you're here, what I do, I set up, I set up my account right now. Uh, I set up my account. So I'm actually putting it in right now. I say, uh, the Pope, Pope Francis, uh, there we go, and uh, relationship status. Uh, it's a complicated. It's a complicated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll make sure we follow you on Facebook. Don't poke at me, Abby. No, I know, I know, I, Abby. You want to poke at the Pope? You, you look know, at me. You no. go. I heard okay. you say I'm yeah. a cool cat. Bye. Uh-huh. You want to poke at the Pope? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I don't bye. Know if been Italian. Hope hasn't okay. been Italian for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> He's not good Pretty with these accents, is he? Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred Five. You might have seen this story. It's uh, going viral. It's a really weird story, and the more I read, it's one of those. Ones, I was just reading uh, into it now, so I could talk about it. And as I was reading it. I got goosebumps because it's just weird. So, oh, I like getting goosebumps. Tell me. In a small Carolina town, mm. residents have been told by the police to uh, report any sightings they have of a clown because apparently there is a clown in the woods trying to lure children into the woods. What? Now, it's been going on for a Please while. Please tell me no kids are missing. No, no, no kids are missing yet. It's been going on for a while, and so but kids were telling their parents this, and parents were just thinking they were making things up. There are more than one clown. It's so weird, and they go, so the kids thought that they were living in a, in a house behind the lake. So the police went to the house, no sign of any clowns. 
It's very strange. Don't a lot of people run away from clowns? Most it's a it's a big thing. Yeah, because sometimes clowns freak me out. Now, but this is something I was talking about this with Dave, and Dave pointed this out to me because they, they put a letter in the newspaper saying, if you see any clown or someone dressed as a clown, avoid them. Yeah. Now, <laughs> isn't isn't everyone? Someone dressed as a clown? No, because some clowns are real <laughs> like, clowns. <laughs> like, a saying. clown is someone dressed as a clown, yes, Osha. but maybe yeah. it is a real cl- clown. And I know what you're saying, they're not all real, but like maybe it <laughs> no, does. No, but they are real, but they're still just a person I know dressed that, as a clown. But, like a real clown would be like juggling or doing tricks or making people happy. <laughs> so they should the other one's just acting a as a clown. He's <laughs> just pretending to be a clown. Even though he's still a... he is still technically... So if you see a clown... Or someone dressed as a clown. <laughs> I don't think they need to put that distinction. In. No, like they if you're driving just say along clown. and you're like, hey, there's a guy with a red wig and a red nose and big shoes. Don't worry, he's just dressed as a clown. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Stab and Abby now with Osher on Hit 105.